the mile rate. Thanks to Australasia's best harness action at thetrots.com.au, where you can watch every race live and free on Trots Vision. Hello and uh, welcome everyone. Good morning. Uh, this is The Mile Rate. I'm Dan Malicki and we're looking back at a, a terrific night of uh, harness racing action at Melton last night and to look back at that terrific night of harness racing action at Melton last night, Rob Orber joins me. Good morning, Rob. A very good morning, Dan. Uh, how are you? Uh, pulled up okay from last night. You had a bit of an easier night, only nine races rather than 12. <laughs> Uh, plenty of action. Put the same emphasis on every single race, uh, Rob. So uh, whether it's split between 12 or split between nine, the lovers just the same. Um, uh, Tornado Valley, one of the greats in, in harness racing. He, uh, he was the uh, uh, show stealer last night and as expected, but uh, he was going to pass the million dollar mark regardless of uh, where he finished last night. But in uh, in typical style, uh, he did it with uh, with a win and sailed well over the million dollar mark. And he, um, not saying he was back to his best, but it was a brilliant performance. Uh, he looked the winner a long way out. He carved out uh, terrific times, and well, he's an ornament to the game of uh, of harness racing. Um, what a what a magnificent horse uh, that he is, and it was a great way to celebrate uh, that milestone last night with that performance, Rob. Oh, it was fantastic, Danny. Uh, he's just been such a champion trotter, hasn't he? Uh, when you go through uh, his career, and I sort of ha- went back to have a look at his uh, first run here in Australia. It was back on the 23rd of February 2018. He finished fifth. He ran second at his next start behind uh, Red Hot Tooth in the Night Pistol, and then he went on to win his uh, first Group 1 in the uh, Sea Light Windows uh, Grand Prix, and that was back on the 10th of March 2018. And Ever since then, he just uh, was always uh, one of our top horses. He became our champion trotter, and uh, he goes out uh, with a wonderful win last night. Now, how much more racing has he got still left in him, Dan? That's a million-dollar question now, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. Andy had him uh, tuned right up to the mark last night, trainer Andy Gath, and driven by Kate Gath. So this was the Group 3 Elderbaron Park RC Freestone Trotters Free For All and All The Way Wind at Tornado Valley. Off the back straight, Tornado Valley pulls away now. Kate had a look around to the left first and then to the right and sees Powder Keg about five metres away running second. Over on the inside, Fling and Wing it. And then Elder Baron tears from Sundon's Courage as they round the final turn. Third quarter was 28.8 and it's Tornado Valley going for home now. And he charges into the straight. He's out by 10 on Powder Keg. Then Elder Baron tears Sundon's Courage running on. He has been a champion for the last five years. Is, he passes the million dollars and he wins another one. What a superstar. Tornado Valley has done it in style from Elder and Tess, Sundon's Courage and Powder Keg. You know, super special and, um, you know, to get the to get it done with a win is, uh, you know, it was everything. So to be able to do that is, um, yeah, really over the moon. How was he sort of feeling throughout the run? I mean, around the bend, you sort of just not got stuck into him, but, but perhaps just reminding him of his job? Yeah, um, you know, obviously last time here he had issues when he sort of just got out in front and, and, and stopped like he did, but um, this time, you know, he was a different horse, and I just had, when he sort of got right out in front by himself, he, he sort of was like, oh, what am I doing out here? And then, yeah, once I sort of asked him and and just, you know, didn't have to touch him with the whip or anything, just showed him that he was just off and gone, and um, he got to the line really well. He's only ever been beaten twice when he's led in a race. It's a, it's a phenomenal record, and he uh, opened up a big lead into the straight, Rob, and, and won as he pleased. Uh, in the run, there wasn't that death seat 
type of horse to put any pressure on him. So Caden Tornado Valley were able to dictate, and um, he was uh, dominating that race. Um, good, solid performance from those that chased, but he really didn't get tested. No, he didn't. Uh, but look, in saying this, I mean, we, we need to celebrate this horse. Uh, and I think you, you, in the call when he when he went over the line, Danny, you mentioned Superstar. And I think, you know, well done to Andy Gath. I mean, he's done an amazing job in, in the way he's managed this trotter, uh, the way he's looked after him. I mean, I still feel that win in the Great Southern Star was probably Andy's greatest training performance. I mean, the way he was able to get that horse back from a break and, and to win uh, was second to none. And, and to Kate, who's an absolute superstar driver I think all three from the animal to the trainer to the driver they deserve every bit of accolade that goes around and um, congratulations to him it was a, a great win to see him come back uh, Elder Baron Test was terrific uh, she chased really hard she's such a, a, a talented trotter I still don't think she's trotting as fluently as she can but I, I think you know Hopefully within time, she'll just keep getting better. But her run was outstanding. Sundon's courage. Chris Ango's doing a great job with him. He's uh, found a bit of his mojo back on the racetrack. Um, and Mick Bellman's really uh, clicked with him. And he, he was terrific in the third spot. Powder keg bailed on really strongly. But uh, it was all about the superstar Tornado Valley. And it was a great win. Mile rate of 158.8. Soft lead time, 47.3. As you mentioned, no real pressure. 30.9, 30.1, 28.8 and 28.3 home. Rob, race number three was uh, for the two-year-old fillies, and uh, it was Patsy Valentine in a, in a bit of an upset here because Interject started the favourite at a dollar forty-five in race three. Uh, then in behind them was Come Say Hi. Patsy Valentine runs on from Aussie Joy. Interject getting a little bit lost in front here. Wanted to wobble around the turn. Relentless me, Patsy Valentine. Come Say Hi. They're all making ground. Relentless me. Come Say Hi. And Patsy Valentine wider out. Patsy Valentine grabbed the lead. Interject dropped back. Come Say Hi coming through. Patsy Valentine hit the front. And Patsy Valentine has beaten Come Say Hi. His effort was enormous. Uh, then on the inside was... Uh, Aussie Joy, I think, grabbed third from Ahura. Yeah, she was really good tonight. Um, they thought she'd need to run because uh, she missed the race last week, but um, things worked out well and uh, she finished off. Pup, we just keep saying how Ake doesn't uh, ever win these races by big margins with his babies. They just slowly get better and better and this filly's no different. Uh, yeah, no, they were, they were you know, um, quite confident she'd run well, but just missing that run, they weren't quite sure, but... Uh, we had a good run, and they worked hard early, and uh, she ran over. Driver Chris Elford there. He was speaking with David Miles, who was on Trots Vision last night with Michael Stanley, and uh, Kirsten Graham, uh, whose voice you heard previously when asking uh, Kate uh, Gath a question. And Chris Elford will be heading to Newcastle today to drive a Max Delight in the uh, third round of heats of the Inner Dominion. Um, good filly, very consistent filly. Patsy Valentine, a stable mate of Max Delight for that matter, but the race changed complexion coming to the home turn, Rob. Yeah, it was a very good win by Patsy Valentine. I think she's uh, a little bit of an underrated filly that, um, as you heard from David Miles as well through the interview, she's a, a progressive filly. But I think from day one, she's always shown to be a nice horse. I mean, she was runner-up behind Playing Up, who went on and uh, competed at that Group 1 level. Uh, and um, and it, ever since then, she's just steadily kept getting better and better and a couple of really good runs uh, uh, in between. But 
her last few runs, she's really come to the fore. And it was no surprise to see her winning last night. Uh, there was plenty of tempo on, and she finished over the top to score. She was at very good odds at $18 to get up and win. Come Say Hi, who was second in the race, uh, good effort, did everything wrong, over-raced. Uh, not sure not long after the start there, Danny. It was uh, pretty tight there for Kate, but she was able to... I think she couldn't even hold the horse there at one stage, and, and she was able to uh, drive up behind the leader, and... Despite over-racing, uh, I think she did a really good job in, in battling on to run second and pretty unlucky not to be winning at the finish. Aussie Joy was a nice effort. Yuhura uh, was a much better run last night, hit the line strongly. Relentless Me did its fair share of work early but wasn't far away. And Interjacket was a sh- very short price favourite, I think way under the odds. I know it was unbeaten going into it, but it was a much step up in grade and, um, look, uh, just didn't finish the race off. I think it was queried in uh, a vet uh, examination with a scope um, for uh, Interjacket. There might have been some excuses there for her, but well done to Patsy Valentine. 154.5 mile rate, 7.2 lead time, 27.4 and 29.6. They went pretty hard early and it allowed the horses from back in the field to get over the top in 29.3 and 28.9. Rob Race 5 was the first leg of the quality of the DNR Logistics and the very consistent Would You Mind took it out. First leg of a double for Julie Douglas and Jack Law. Then let's rock, let's roll behind the leader about to be revved up and waiting for the Garrard sprint lane. Iconic Major Wider still screens is held up and so Jean-Luc as they head off the back in 29-2. A leader is Aussie Battler. Would you mind is after it. Wider out was Dennis William. Let's rock, let's roll. Glenaveril King, would you mind? Moved up to Aussie Battler. It's a would you mind putting its nose in front from Aussie Battler and would you mind gets home. Would you mind has won it from Aussie Battler at Julie Douglas Quinella. Third's close. But Avril King and Dennis Williams, Jean. Yeah, very consistent horse. Uh, he hadn't won out of turn. He's only a four-year-old, though, Rob, but he backs up seemingly week after week, and uh, he, he's very rarely out of the top four. Oh, he's been a super consistent horse. I think we sort of spoke about him last week. I, I think, you know, I was just getting a bit worried about him not winning races. He was just running really well, but just not getting his uh, nose in front when it counted most. And uh, I was a little bit concerned last start, but last night he was, it was a great drive. Jack Lord made the initiative when there was no tempo to pop around into the breeze. And I think that's the type of horse he is. I mean, the last few times he's been sort of sitting behind the leader and I don't think he's that type of zip and, you know, where he can just peel off and, and zip real quick. I think he's more of a grinder and uh, he, he was good last night and he got the job done. It was a great drive by Jack Law. Ozzy Butler was able to get across to lead. Looked like it was nearly going to pinch the race. Uh, it was just run down by the stable mate. Glen Avril King was a, a good run. Shane Sanderson's got him back uh, going well, this horse. Uh, Dennis William, the favourite in the race. I thought his run was terrific. He was three wide, a fair way from home. There was no real tempo world. It was just a dash home and uh, he battled on really strongly. He's still got a lot to learn. He still races like a horse that doesn't know a lot, Dennis William, but uh, mm. he'll get there eventually. Still screens. Uh, John Luke, well, I think we alluded about his uh, how well he's been going, and uh, once again, very luckless again last night. Uh, iconic major, let's rock, let's roll. Uh, none of them were far away with Shoshone Brave, but uh, they went a mile rate of 156.3, 7.3 lead time, 29.5, 31.2. There was no real tempo early in the race, and then they dashed home 29.3, and it was just a, a really sprint home the last... Uh, 400 metres in 27 seconds and would you mind getting there by a neck on the line Race 6 was the youthful stakes uh, for the two year old Colts and Gelding sponsored by Benstad Standard Reds and uh, interest free brought up a <coughs> excuse me Rob brought up a double uh, for Julie Douglas and Jack Law 
Kafaji's going to need to uh, pick up here. He's about 15 off the lead, just paced a bit roughly. Up to the bend, though, it's another big man. Celestio Matuka closing in. Kafaji not stretching out at the moment. Off the back straight in 29-1 third quarter. Celestio Matuka render the lead. Now, Kafaji straightens up. He's picking up the bit and getting home. And so's interest-free. It's Celestio Matuka. Kafaji and interest-free are flying. Celestio Matuka interest-free. Interest-free. Interest-free out wide. Grabbed Celestio Matuka in the last top and Kafaji. He never really looked that comfortable coming off the back. It'll miss out and run third. In by like he was still pretty comfortable in how he was travelling around the bend, even though um, Celestio Matuka was getting away from you. Yeah, no, he was, he was travelling really good. and um, yeah, I, I probably could have pulled him out earlier and, and we might have won by further or, you know, sometimes... As you know, Mick and Milesy, when they're running those quarters, um, you, you can pull out and sort of just be left floundering a little bit. So uh, he was travelling good on Puppet's helmet and you know, the Celeste Matuka did kick away there uh, when we straightened up and I thought, um, you know, it was probably a little bit further away than we would have liked, but um, he, he knuckled down really nice and, and let down like I was hoping he would. Interest free, he's had a really good year and, uh, well, he's a really good horse, Rob, and coming through the Breeders' Crown Series and uh, only just got up on the last stride, but Celestio Matuka's a really good horse and, and Kafaji still got a few things to learn. Yeah, interest free, I've been his biggest fan, I think, from uh, from day one. He, he's always shown to me that he's uh, a very, very good two-year-old and I think he'll be a bit better horse as he gets older as well. He's bred to be a, a really nice horse down the track and if Julie and, and Glenn can continue to work, manage him the way they are, I think he's got a very big future ahead of him, uh, especially being by Art Major at a Pico Bello and I think he's got the bloodlines there to suggest he, he will get better as he gets older as well. Uh, good win, came from back in the field to finish over the top of him, Celeste Matuka. Look, he's uh, he's been such an ultra consistent horse, hasn't he, Danny? Right throughout his two-year-old uh, year, Damien Burns done a great job with him, and probably luckless not to have won a few extra races because uh, a few times he's been uh, grabbed on the line where he's been beaten or just uh, missed out. Uh, once again last night, he was brave in defeat. Kafaji's a horse that's got loads of talent, but obviously he's got a bit of an issue with his pacing gait. We've seen it happen a few times now where he goes a bit awkward around turns, in particular on that last couple of turns. Uh, when he's uh, asked to quicken up and he's out wide on the track. Uh, his effort was still good. Hot deal was a nice effort uh, for Aaron Dunn and uh, certainly worth uh, following as well. So they went a mile rate of 154.4, 7.3 lead time, 28.6 and 29.8. It was run at a solid tempo and they came home in 29.1 and 27.5 for uh, a 154.4 mile rate and interest free. I think he's a beautiful horse and uh, he's got a very big future ahead of him. Race 7 was the fast-class race, and it was Supreme Dominator who uh, sat outside the leader. They really didn't go that hard in the first half of the race, but, geez, really developed into a good horse and was too tough in the end. Magic and Shorty's mate. Off the back, leader travels well, Santa Casa Beach. About four metres, Supreme Dominator. Behind the leader was Love and a Chevy. Uh, then Jellyby Sylvester, who's pocketed. Bulletproof Boy coming four deep. Around 10 going with Sierra. Five wide will be Demon Delight. Off the back straight, 28-1 third quarter. And turning for home, Santa Casa Beach led. Supreme Dominator digs in. Tangoing with Sierra still coming. Jellyby Sylvester running up behind them. Supreme Dominator moved up to Santa Casa Beach. Supreme Dominator put its head in front 
one and Supreme Dominator's too good. Supreme Dominator has beaten Santa Casa Beach, Jillaby Sylvester. Here in studio, you were really sort of able to dictate the race there from the breeze. Yeah, thanks, guys. Uh, yeah, no, he's a, he's a lovely horse and, uh, you know, all the credit goes to Joe. He's done a great job with the horse. What sort of plans with the horse? I mean, he, he's sort of one of those horses that he can be a little bit difficult to catch sometimes, although he has been sort of racing against some pretty high-class opposition. I mean, where does he sort of go to from here? Look, uh, I think the horse has done a super job, really. He's gone from, uh, you know, high sort of country class right through to, to free-for-all and to the, the top echelon, in my opinion, um, especially the race last week behind Tango Taro. So mm. the horse has come a long way in a, in a real short amount of time, but, uh, you know, he's racing well at the moment. I can, can't see him sort of racing any different for the foreseeable future, really. Driver James Herbertson speaking with Kirsten Graham on Trots Vision last night. Yeah, he's a, he's a likeable horse, isn't he, Rob? Uh, he, he's, a, he's a good horse. He can do it whichever way he has to do it. He's not necessarily um, a, a tough horse, but he got the job done from outside the leader last night. Oh, look, we've been singing his horse's praises now for a, f a few months, Danny. Uh, we've seen him emerge, I mean, a few times, uh, you know, we even called him there at Cranbourne and they run at some, some really fast times and he just kept stepping up from that moment. Uh, and look, I, I think we've nowhere near seen the bottom of this horse yet. I think uh, the best is still to come because he's on the rise and um, Joe Pace has managed him really well and, and as we all know, it's a, it's, it's a transition every time you step up in grade there's another transition period the horses have to go through to, to get accustomed to that type of racing. And this horse is actually just going through those gears and he just seems to be taking the next step. He did it again last night. He was able to race <clears throat> without cover and battle on really well and uh, to win. It was a great effort. Santa Casa Beach was brave in defeat. We know he's a very a high quality horse and he battled on strongly. Jillaby Sylvester wasn't far away. Tangoing with Sierra was outstanding. Uh, she was exposed a fair way from home three wide, which is probably not her go. And I thought she was, she's going really well. She's a high-quality mare, and I think there's some another big big win in her soon. Uh, Bulletproof Boy hit the line well. Enchanted Stride was another mare that hit the line really strongly. She wasn't far behind him. Diamonds and Cash, Demon Delight. They were all close up. Just the barrier draws last night really played in the hands of those horses up on the speed. They went a 156.8 to Rate. Tempo was uh, slow early. It was 45-4 lead time, 31-5, 30.2, and they came home in 28-2 and 27-3 in Supreme Dominator, proving too strong. And Joe Pace uh, doing an outstanding job uh, for his owners, uh, S. Castro and, and Charlie Sands. Spring and his step was, was incredible to watch race number eight. He started favourite. He was first up from a spell. He was stuck three wide, no cover for the entire trip. He mile rated 153.8. It was the run of the night. Harry Ovens, who led out before taking the trail, awaits the garage sprint lane. Now, I'm Shadow Boxer, works into it three wide with cover, then Joni in between runners. And next is Plan C from Valachi, Zoliver, and all shook up. They're well bunched. Off the back, 28-8 for the third quarter. And the leader is Mr. Kiwi. Spring and his step still coming despite the tough run. And then Cardinal Sin, I'm Shadow Boxer, lets down into the straight. And Spring and his step went to the lead. I'm Shadow Boxer, Valachi are getting home. I'm Shadow Boxer moves up the spring and he stepped Valachi and then came Harry Ovens at spring and he stepped and on the outside I'm Shadow Boxer. Oh wow, that is a run and a half. Spring and he steps, won it by a nose. To I'm Shadow Boxer, uh, then Valachi and Harry Ovens. 
Rooney step at the Shepherd and Trials the other day, but it was a pretty impressive trial, but that was just an absolutely enormous effort. Yeah, no, it was, Kirsten. It was uh, a very, very ugly winning drive. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, that was just the circumstances of the race. He was, um, he was phenomenal tonight. Um, given the circumstances, you know, I, I sort of I wanted to just sort of pop in early if we could into the one wide line, knowing there was a bit of speed to the inside and the outside. But, um, yeah, it didn't really happen. And then uh, the speed slackened off for a, for a few strides and, and then we sort of went, went to make a move forward and they got striding again. So... Yeah, it was, uh, it was a bit of a strange race. Hard to make an excuse for anything else when springing his steps. It's three wide the trip, Rob. Well, was it uh, not only the run of the night? It was probably one of the biggest wins we've seen mm. for a very long time at uh, Melton. I don't recall too many horses sitting three wide for the entire trip winning at Melton. And uh, his performance last night, I mean, we've always thought he was a very, very good horse. Uh, he just took a, another step forward last night, and who knows where he'll go. He's uh, a nicely uh, bred horse. He's come out of a good family. He's uh, out of a live or die mare, so there's uh, some staying bloodlines there out of some beach somewhere, and I think he's got a massive future if Russell can keep him uh, intact for uh, a long time. A mile rate of 153, 8.7.2, 28.3, 29.3, the first two quarters, 28. 28- Eight and twenty-eight, three home, defeating I'm Shadow Boxer, who had his chance. Uh, Velachi, Harry Ovens was a good effort, wasn't too far away, but springing his step. Uh, if he pulls up well from that run uh, last night, he, he's going to be very hard to beat in that uh, final of the Gordon Rothick Memorial Championship. Back to the first, Sand Day got left without cover. Race changed complexion at the start when hell of a gallop, Rob. Yeah, well, Sande was a horse that uh, I alluded to last week, Danny. I think he was ready to win, and he did it last night. It was a great effort. He sat without cover. Mile rate of 155.9, 29.7, 31.8, 28.1, and 27.3 home. Top effort. Defeated Gillaby Fernando, who wasn't far away. So what? She continues to race well for Lance Justice. Hit the line really strongly. Stingray Tara. 60 starting to get back into form. Might be worth following in Cephala. And a rockin' at the park had no luck whatsoever last night. So put him in the black book as a win's coming up for him. Alabar Silver Chalice, the second event, the Group 3 for the four-year-old mares, and Spellbound sat back last, but uh, in the end was too good for Majida, who was brave in defeat, Rob. Yeah, it was a really uh, entertaining race. I think the two small fields last, last night, both their races were really entertaining. This was another one, and Spellbound, who's uh, been racing at uh, some top company of late, not only against the mares, but also against the boys. And last night she was able to uh, just finish uh, over the top of Majida, who was very brave in defeat, as you mentioned. Uh, it was only just over a metre between them. 155.6 mile rate, 45.6, 29.6, 28.9, and they sprinted home in 28.7 and 28. But it was a great win by Spellbound, continues her dominance at, uh, at this level with Majida. Common courtesy ran a great race. Final piece led. Couldn't finish it off the Panthers and Belladonna girl behind him. But all honours to Spellbound uh, winning last night. And Bondi Lockdown took the last. This was an entertaining race. American Dealer was terrific in defeat running second. That was a great race, wasn't it? American Dealer had a bit of a crack at Bondi Lockdown early in the race, and they really put it on. It was a 154.7 mile rate, 44.1 lead time, 30.9, 29.1. It was a race uh, of tactics, uh, 27.7 and 27.9, and uh, Josh Dickey nearly was able to uh, knock off Bondi Lockdown, but he, it was just the quality of the horse. He just uh, really uh, stood up at the finish, Bondi Lockdown. We know he's a class horse. American Dealer was very brave in defeat. Uh, over the odds... Uh, 
it was well beaten in the third spot from Captain Wilson, Marston Heights, who weren't in the same class. But uh, both those two horses were outstanding. But Bondi Lockdown, we know he's a pretty special horse. Yeah, he certainly is, and uh, he'll be pressing on towards the Breeders' Crown, uh, as uh, sorry, the Vic Breads, which are on uh, New Year's Eve. So it was a very entertaining night, Rob, of harness racing at uh, Melton. We go to Gunbower today. It's the Trotters and Pacing Cup, and, uh, of course, the third round and final round of Heats of the Inner Dominion uh, run at Newcastle tonight. So until next week, Rob, in, uh, in harness racing, and for uh, the mile rate next Sunday morning... Hope you enjoy your week. Thank you, and happy harnessing.